Welcome back to another episode of Q&A with Father Jay. This is your co-host, the man on fire, John Sablon, and I welcome back to the show after a little bit of a break, my dear priest friend, Father Jay Mello. Hey, Father. Hey, buddy. How are you? I am doing well, Father. All things considered, doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing great. Again, all things considered, a lot of craziness in the, the world uh, and society, but uh, Lord's keeping us joyful. Yeah, I guess as faithful, as faithful Catholic Christians, right, we should be a light <laughs> unto the world, a beacon of that joy and that peace uh, in Amen. all things. Right? I think we yeah. should be uh, as, as difficult. I know it's easier said than done. Listeners are probably like, what are you talking about? <laughs> turn on the news? And I'm like, actually, no, I don't want to turn on the news. <laughs> But but I think um, we have to remember that that Christ has already won this this crazy battle. We just have to learn how mm-hmm. to finish the race. Pray for the grace. So um, let let's let's get into this. You know, I know Father, it's been it's been a little bit of time since we got together, and just you know, we go from a global pandemic to a national crisis, and um, so you know, we're all trying to do the best we can. But you know, we are starting to kind of um, fold ourselves back into whatever the new normal is. And that means, you know, the, the reincorporation of, of the sacraments and things of that nature. And obviously that mm-hmm. looks different across different dioceses across the, the country. But um, what, do we, what do we want to start with as we kind of re, re-engage our listeners uh, with this yeah. episode? Well, it, it is good to be back. Uh, I, I was beginning to think that you were really trying to social distance yourself from me. <laughs> like 36 states between us. We're far enough away. Um, you know, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of pain, mm-hmm. a lot of hurt, a lot of worry, uh, a lot of division, a lot of anger, a lot of hate, violence that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sad because we went from, you know, sort of the slogan of uh, COVID-19, you know, we're all in this together, mm-hmm. you know, gratitude to our first responders to a very radical change after the, uh, the horrible death of uh, George Floyd in, uh, in Minnesota, right? And then we see once again, um, you know, the, the anger in our society. Um, and it is, it's a lot of division. And mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about all of this, how do we, how do we respond as Christians? You know, what is the Lord teaching us? You know, and obviously we condemn all forms of racism, of, of hatred, of, of violence, um, things that are very alive uh, in our society, things that maybe we had hoped were gone, that we had moved, moved past. Um, but the church has also given us some amazing feasts, you know, sort of the, the trifecta at the end of the Easter season, mm-hmm. of three consecutive weekends of so Pentecost Sunday, Trinity Sunday, and this coming weekend, Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think these three feasts really give us some insight into what um, the Lord is trying to do. Mm-hmm. What do all, all of these feasts have in common? All these feasts have in common that we are called into a relationship with God and with one another. Mm-hmm. And we look at Pentecost when God sends his Holy Spirit to, to unify the church, the apostles, to send them out, gives them the grace to be able to speak different languages, to bring the one gospel, the one faith, the you know, the one truth to the entire world that's made up of different people who look differently, who speak differently. Um, and then we have Trinity Sunday of, you know, this great mystery that, that God has revealed himself as the one true God, but Father, Son, and Holy Spirit 
where we're given insight into that, that God is love and that he's a, a relationship of persons. You know, the father loves the son, the son loves the father. Their love is the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then obviously Corpus Christi, where we celebrate uh, the most uh, bo- uh, holy body and blood of our Lord, which we also call Holy Communion, right? Our mm-hmm. communion with God and, and with one another. And so I, I think what, what I've learned from this is that the good news of the gospel is that we are called into relationship with God and one another. Mm-hmm. But the good news is contrasted against the bad news. And the bad news is that not everyone wants this communion with God and one another. In particular, Satan himself. You know, something that I understand a lot of people don't like talking about. Some people want to believe that Satan is just something made up, sort of a, a face of evil or, you know, a figure of evil. Um, but the devil is a person mm-hmm. who's a fallen angel who rejected God's plan, which is that God is to be in communion with, with all of that. He wants all of us to be in communion with him and with one another. Mm-hmm. So as much as God wants unity and peace and harmony amongst us, the devil wants discord. He wants division. He, he, he wants us at odds with one another. He's constantly trying to drive a wedge between us and God and us and one another. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, if people don't believe me, turn on the TV, yeah. open a newspaper, go on social media, and you see the devil's having a field day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's sitting back laughing, thinking, you know what? They have fallen for this again. Mm-hmm. They, they have fallen right into my trap of thinking that there is no real unity or, or peace because they look different. They believe different things. They belong to different parties. And so he sits back and lets Democrats fight against Republicans, blacks against whites, societies against their politicians, against police officers. And he just sits back and says, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what I want. I want this discord. Mm -hmm. God says, no, that's not what we're created for. We are created as his children. We are created in his image and likeness, which means that we are called into a relationship with him and one another. Mm-hmm. So we are, I, I think, really seeing that the battle between good and evil play out. We know what the good news of the gospel is, but we also need to be aware of what the, the bad news is. Mm-hmm. And, and I think yeah. that's really at the heart of all of this. We, you know, people can look at you know, historical trends or different feelings. It goes back to the devil. Mm-hmm. The devil is the source of all division. Amen, Father. I mean, I, it's beautifully said, and I think that's the part where, you know, for the first time, and I've said this in numerous discussions and even uh, numerous uh, podcasts where the, for the first time in our American history, you know, here we are revisiting our, you know, our American um, history, you know, mm-hmm. and right, wrong, or, or indifferent, but um, we are, first time we, we don't identify with being a Christian nation, that we've rooted God out, and, and you know, how's that going for us? really right so we see um without god we're left to man's own you know really our demise right so we we, we're 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 just left to our whatever we think or interpret as being right wrong otherwise who's inferior who's superior you name it and and like you said you turn it on it doesn't matter what media platform you know um there's a division and so you know obviously most of our listeners are going to be that of the catholic faith or or perhaps not but of christian background and so i mean just you can look across the board and i i would agree with you 100 percent, father that 
yeah, the devil is having a field day. Just like he slithered his way into the Garden of Eden and told the lie and to separate man from mm-hmm. God and therefore from ourselves and just really disrupt that original harmony and justice. Mm-hmm. Look what's happening now. And he, he just the same old trick, right? Those that mm-hmm. in there points to differences that aren't really there. You know, mm-hmm. if you really look at it, like if we're all created in the image and likeness of God, right? That's where our identity flows from. Not, mm-hmm. my, not my ethnicity, not my, not my socioeconomical status, not my mm-hmm. political party. It's actually the fact that I'm a beloved son of the most high God, that mm-hmm. that's where we're united in this, this communion. So how you link that to even the solemnities, the feast days that we're celebrating is just a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. So for our Catholics out there, you know, let's get into that. Let's talk about that because I think that is beautiful to be able to mm-hmm. say, no, actually, as Catholics, how are we going to be a beacon of light to the, in this darkness? How should we be? Are we going to fight this? Are we going to get caught up on, the, on the, the, the fight on the ground that is not spiritual? Even though we, said, we just said it is. It's very much a spiritual warfare. For those of you sure. who believe that Satan is real and evil is real, this is less about whatever you think is going on out there. It's more about the devil trying to steal our souls, right? Mm-hmm. And doing that by destroying not, not just our own families, but God's family. Yeah. And, and we see that happening throughout the country. Yeah. And you know what's really sad, too? I mean, we don't need to necessarily turn on social media or the news or a newspaper. Just look into your own heart. Mm. Right? I, I mean, I think this whole issue uh, that has sprung out in the last three weeks since the, um, the murder of uh, George Floyd, you see people who love each other at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I've just um, I, I've been horrified by watching the things that people are saying. Um, and and it, it's it, it's awful. Mm-hmm. But you see, it's, it's not just between groups of people who are who are different um, or who appear different because of, you know, where they live, what they look like, what political party they belong to. But you see it even in families. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I think I, I refuse to be sucked in to these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, we absolutely need to condemn racism. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, in all forms of hatred and those things, but it's there, these arguments that are people having that are fruitless, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not talking about, I mean, we need to have a conversation on a national level about these things going on, mm-hmm. but you're right. I think we're, we're failing to, to see the spiritual side of this you know, the, the invisible reality that's taking place. And, and that's right. I think the, the solemnities and the feast days, you know, people can look at this, maybe who are not religious and just say, let's sort of some, just some pious way of looking at this. It's not. I mean, our celebrations of, of Pentecost, of Trinity, Sunday, Corpus Christi, remind us sort of like a, maybe a wedding anniversary. You know, why, why are wedding anniversaries so important? It's, it's not just remembering a wedding day. It's not just an opportunity to, you know, to buy your wife flowers or to go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. You're re- reminding yourself of the vows that you made. <laughs> You're calling the grace that you were given on the day of your wedding because it was a sacrament. Mm-hmm. And so we're not just celebrating Pentecost as some historical event. Well, this great thing happened 2000 years ago. No, we remember that, that God sent his Holy Spirit into the world upon the church so that we are different than every other organization. And set, we need to set apart, right? And we need to accept that, that challenge and, and that vocation and that mission that we were sent on to, to be the light of the world, 
to be that light in the darkness. Um, and we're not doing a good job of it as collectively as a church, uh, as individuals. Like, how, how do we lead by, by our example, by our joy, by our faith? Um, yeah, I, you know, I think, go ahead, sorry. You know, Father, I was going to say, because I think one of the things you just said, which was a profound statement, is we look into our own hearts. And I think that if we, for some strange reason, think that we're going to find peace in the world, but we don't even have peace within our own soul, um, mm -hmm. how are you going to achieve that? Right. And I think that's the part where, like you said, the, even coming into this quarantine time, the shelter in place time, mm -hmm. and even with all this that's going on, how much time are you spending on your knees in prayer? How much time mm -hmm. are you sitting there praying and fasting for those that are suffering? Like really? Mm -hmm. And, or those yeah. that are being demonized or those that are, that were, division is being experienced the most or even for those mm -hmm. that are violating you know our great country you know um and mm -hmm. the people that have died who've lost their lives who risked their lives every single day to protect the freedom we get to enjoy the very fact that you can actually speak out against your government or against your police mm -hmm. officers or against whomever whatever side you're saying um that that protect that freedom but but i think that speaks to the discord today and i think you know going back to the reality of Satan, that if your heart and soul are into anything other than God, you're going to experience unrest. So if it's government mm -hmm. for you, if that's your religion, you're mm -hmm. gonna experience unrest. If it's some type of quote unquote movement, mm -hmm. you're gonna experience unrest. If it's the world, if it's material, I mean, just fill in the blank. Yet with sure. God, with God, you know, we find our peace and our joy. Not necessarily absent of suffering, absent of stress, absent sure. of, of struggle, mm -hmm. but real abiding joy and peace in our hearts and our souls. And, and that's yeah. the other thing I would say is how much time are we spending going inward to be like, yeah, am I part of the problem, part of the solution? And mm -hmm. it, it, where, is, where is God in my life? Where is faith in my life? Yeah. Because right now, for those of you who may be listening, you know what, that's a pious thing, a religious thing. How is it working out with you without God? Because we're seeing that yeah. playing out and unfolding real time real yeah. time you know it uh, reminds me of a couple of things one um you know it's a beautiful song i don't necessarily like it at mass uh but uh let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me right it's, it's a beautiful it's idea it's like we can't just want peace in the world if we don't have it in in our own lives in, in our own in our own hearts right um the other thing i was thinking of you know daily mass um yesterday it was so, so Wednesday of the 10th week, that great Old Testament story of Elijah and the 450 prophets of Baal in the book of Kings. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, okay, you have your gods, go for it. Like you build your altar, I'll build mine. You get the, your bull, I'll get mine. And we'll pray to each of our gods and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's just like, like, like you try it. And, and those prophets of Baal, Baal representing all of the false gods, right? Mm -hmm. Would it be politics, would it be money, would it be power. And, um, and I always laugh at it because, you know, maybe because I'm from Massachusetts and we sort of have that biting, sarcastic, cynical personality. <laughs> but I, so he's a prophet. And I feel better about myself because he's like, they're praying and they're crying out and their God doesn't show up. He's like, oh, where's your God? He's taking a nap. Is he on vacation? Where is he? He's not here. And I think, <laughs> I think to myself, like, all right, this is my kind of prophet. <laughs> a little bit of sarcasm there. Mm -hmm. um, but then he's, just, then he's like, has, you know, the water poured over and over again on, on his altar. And then God comes down and consumes it all. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, we have to stop making 
false gods. Because mm-hmm. right, we're going to constantly be at peace. We we have taken God out of our society and replaced him with with money, with power, with politics, with with all these things, and we see the real unrest because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, the, the third thought I had, and listen to you, um, you know, we see a lot of the the symbolism of uh, the movement. You know, to start a, would be against police brutality, against racism, of you know the idea of taking a knee, right? And I don't want to get into that. I understand there's, there's arguments on both sides of that. But what I think we should do is, is, as Catholics, as Christians, is fall to both knees mm. in, in prayer. You know, so it's a, not as a political statement, but as a statement of real faith. Um, and so one of the things I was trying to encourage my parishioners uh, to do um, in falling to both knees is, one, constantly acknowledging what the good news is, that God has called us into communion with him and each other, so that that is the heart of the gospel. Uh, two, that we all need to repent, not only collectively as a society, but also as individuals. To say, is there anything that I have done to contribute to this? You know, have I made comments that I should not have? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe participated in jokes or conversations? Or have I remained silent when I should have spoken out? Um, have, have I done things? Um, that I should not have done, or were there things I should have done that I didn't do? So to ask for repentance. And the third thing, obviously, is to pray for healing, because there is so much brokenness. There is, um, the devil has not just sown discord, he's left some real wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, wounds in, obviously, in society as a whole, um, in families. And I think, you know, even within ourselves, we can feel divided, like, what is my place in all of this? What is my place as, as a priest? What is your role as a husband, as a father um, to bring about unity? Um, but, it, but it is that beautiful prayer of, of Christ, the high priest, mm-hmm. you know, ut unum sent, that all may be one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I think there are two traps that we fall into. I know we're kind of running out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, two traps that we fall into. And, and one is failing to see the, the spiritual side of all of this. Uh, that there is real spiritual warfare, and, and two, to see that that this is really the devil, that, that he is the the source of all division, and we have to call him out for that. And this is not just a temporal thing. This is not just a societal thing. It, it goes much deeper than that. Yeah, and I think, you know, pulling ourselves up for a moment, not to dismiss or trivialize any emotion that's associated with this, mm-hmm. but pulling ourselves up to actually see the war right from from the battle that we're in the war that's being waged against ultimately our souls father i mean you know let's you know let's make this very clear as we're on a we're Mm -hmm. we're on a a really a journey a pilgrimage to get back to god and that's our our greatest wish for everybody that listens or we come across is that you get to experience the love the peace the joy that you seek Mm -hmm. but ultimately is it can't mm-hmm. be done outside of God. And so when you talked about the solemnities and those feast days, the, you know, we think about Pentecost and, and the bringing together of all nations. We think about it as, as Catholics, right? The universal church, the, that you talked about the high priestly prayer of Jesus, right? Praying for all of us to be one. Um, mm-hmm. Real unity uh, is, can't be found outside of God. And I think nope. that's where we're trying to point people back to. Like, yeah. 
again, not to dismiss any of the, any of the personal lived experiences, any of the, the trauma mm-hmm. that, that we sure. probably all can relate to in some degree mm-hmm. or others, some worse, some less. But if, if we're not seeking communion with the Almighty God, um, mm-hmm. we're, we're just going to constantly be let down, uh, experience unrest and great disappointment and great betrayal. Um, yeah. because of that. So doesn't mean we don't advocate, doesn't mean we don't promote justice yeah. as Catholics. Mm-hmm. We know that our social, our, our social justice teachings, as far as advocating for the least of our brother, brethren out there, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just at our core, our, our, our corporal works of mercy, but being a Dominican, the spiritual works of mercy, as St. Mm-hmm. Thomas Aquinas would say, are of more importance. Why? Because they're aimed at towards salvation. Yeah. So keeping in mind that it's not just the temporal side of this, that there's a bigger, mm-hmm. there's a bigger goal. There's a bigger, uh, bigger point to all of this father. So, you know, hopefully that was, um, you know, helpful to those out there um, as far as what we're dealing with this as a country, but as a faithful, let's, let's get on. Our, I love it. Father, you know, let's get on our knees first, both of them mm-hmm. um, for no other reason than to beg the mercy of God and for um, praying for those that are, that are needing the prayers the most, it's even ourselves in our own homes, but also for those that are, that are um, maybe aren't taking the knees uh, before God. Yeah. Yeah. So father, thank you for this time as, as, as always, it's always, it, it flies by for one. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really trying to social distance from you, father at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was missing you. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, definitely. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we get back on track for sure. But before we go, it would, be, uh, it would be great if you could give us your priestly blessing. Sure. Through the intercession of our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph and St. Michael the Archangel, may Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we encourage, again, all of you to continue to listen to us. Father Jay and I did not fall off the face of the earth. We are still here. And we uh, are grateful for you and for you listening to us. So continue to listen, to like, subscribe, follow us. Let us know what you want to hear and uh, continue to pray for us as we continue to pray for you. And may God bless you and keep you always.